everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground. Today is Monday. It is March 20th. It is the first day of spring. Thank God. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. It is Monday, and you know what that means. That's right. The New York Rangers scoring more than Burt Reynolds did at the Playboy Mansion way back in 1978. Score, goals, a plenty. Hey, 19 becomes 20. 20. It rhymes. <laughs> right. All those years ago, finally scores a goal, Filipino. Gotta say, ladies and gentlemen, I was impressed. Rangers just filling the nets with pucks. Keandre Miller with a big-time game last night comes back. Hot fudge Sunday, as I called yesterday, because it really was Sunday. Get it? Sunday? Sunday, hot fudge Sunday. Anyway, in other news, the New York Jets. Do they have Aaron Rodgers? I keep uh, hearing he's with the team, but is it official? No, it's not. Matt Robbins. It's not Don Rogers. Yes, Don Rogers was on it. And by the way, today, Jim. Mike Rogers is a Mike Jet. Mike Rogers may be playing for the Jets. Jim, to your dismay and all you Giant fans who hate the Jets. I don't think you hate the Jets, but you might dislike their fans. I passed today. Me, Howard Cosell, passed the Jets mobile. That's right. A van decorated in jet paraphernalia. On Long Island? On Long Island. I've seen that van. I have pictures of that van. I know when either last year or the year or the year before when Jen and I were on the island to go to Jones Beach, I saw that van and took a picture. I now know where that man resides, and I will be visiting him and asking for a picture in front of him. (laughs) 
but I will not give it up unless you pay me major fish niggles. The Rangers are a juggernaut, a shoe in for the Stanley Cup. That is not questionable whatsoever. Win, win, win. That's all we do. But then, lowly Joe Pasarczyk hands off to Zaka. Fabo! Picked up by Herman Edwards. He runs it in for a touchdown. One of the lowest moments in giant history. But let's go back. Eli Manning throws a... Is that it? There you go. Wow. Long Beach. Long Beach. Right, by, right by where we went for breakfast, I took that picture. Wow. Well, Jetmobile, I know where you are now. Then August 11, Eli Manning 2021. Throws the ball up. Seemingly uncatchable. But wait a minute. David Tyree with one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. Then cut the next year, but who cares about that? The Giants go on to win the Super Bowl. Equal time. There you go. Look at that, look at that vintage piece of felt right there. Big blue adding tight ends. Doing great in the offseason. We shall see. I was trying to find a, a Rangers vintage pennant on, on eBay. Mm-hmm. Like $500. There's a lot of Giant fans out there, man. No, Rangers. No, a Rangers one. Oh, Rangers one. Anything, Yeah, I didn't say anything special. Did you go to the MSG know. store for that? Then, then there's another guy selling one that looks like a dog took a bite out of it. Like, who the hell is going to buy this thing? It's got two big I'll chunks taken out of it. Like, I'll look for one at the card shows. Because sometimes guys are just like, hey, I want to get rid of this. But, Jim, are we sitting on top of Mount Olympus of hockey? Hockey Malkin. Evgeny Malkin has even spoken out and saying that we are the best team in the NHL. How much stock do you put in that mushmouth Rushkey's uh, evaluations? None, but that's None. okay. None. Well, he would. What did know he say? There's the danger in their 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 lineup is full of danger or something like that. There, a say? danger, danger, danger. <laughs> yes. We are full of dangerous items. Well, uh, we just took five out of six points from his team, so that I would expect him to to say that. Yes, <clears throat> Did, I agree. Now, I, I'm going to hit you with a. I'm going to hit you with a. The Rangers broke a record, set a record last night. Not broke it, set it, established. Give it to me. The New York Rangers last night became the first team in NHL history. To record shutouts on back-to-back nights, scoring six or more goals. And do you know what that means? Do you know what that means, my friends? Papa that means that That means that the New York Rangers are the only team to have done it in the regular season and the playoffs at the behest of the New York Islanders. Oh. In 1994, back-to-back six-nothing shutouts on April 17th and 18th, if my... Yes. If my memory serves. Well, my memory serves and my memory serves. I, I was up so much in that first period celebrating with my wife after every goal. My sciatica was starting to (laughs) act up these last two games. Rangers are scoring at will buckets and buckets. It's raining buckets. But Jim, will they have anything left when I go? Thursday night to Carolina in Raleigh. I'll be there at Fairweather Fair Fairweather Fair Fan <laughs> Arena. Right. I don't know. I look good. I love it. 
I love it. And there's a lot to talk about. As well, I, I don't know. You know that that Canes team—they're so dangerous at home, Joe. Oh well, I'll they're tell so you one da- thing. almost unbeatable. Ray Ferraro says. Well, of course, Ray Ferraro says that. It was uh, begrudgingly he had to actually uh, shower the Rangers with accolades last night. Barely. Ray Ferraro clearly against us. Right. Uh, not with us. All he did was woe his penguins on, on that game Saturday night. Oh, injuries. Oh, oh the goaltending. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Rig another draft. Right. Rig another draft. Rig another draft. I'm trying to find... Our good friend T.R. Nick Adams uh, really summed it up well on his page. And I'm trying to find this uh, about his reaction to the fact that uh, uh, Pittsburgh is is right now in a quandary. Uh, I'm going to try to find that when I got some time here. I'm looking through now and stalling, but I really should... Uh, um, so anyway, uh, he uh, put it about as succinctly as you could about the feelings that I have and I think most Ranger fans have uh, about the last 15 to 20 years uh, of uh, Ranger nonsense we've had to put up with at the hands of the Pittsburgh Penguins. But right. I digress. Years, really. It's 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, well, ever since, yeah, I guess Mario, but ever since the Crosby Malkin, you know, they were like, you know, they, 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 it feels so good that their guys are like, you know, they're ready for the senior citizens, you know, AARP team. Right. And our team is a bunch of young bucks or younger bucks, uh, you know, and. You know, Chris Letang has to play 35 minutes a game. I mean, Chris Letang's a good player and that Ranger killer, but he's a defensive liability out there. And at his age, uh, and what, three strokes later, he's not the most. Uh... I said that to Jenny. I said, five minutes ago in the third period, Chris Letang's on the ice. Like, you're down six nothing. How do you put a guy out there who's had three strokes or two strokes? How do you put this guy on the ice in a six nothing game? Right. Didn't Criminal. understand it. Criminal, <laughs> earn your money. Die, old man. Die. Put Dublin in there or something. Ruedel. Like, Come on. It's like with the tang of give him a breather for God's sakes. It's like when the Rangers had Gila Floor and he had retired for two years and came back to the Rangers. Like this guy is like, come on, he's on his last like and he was reasonably good and, and surprisingly very defensive, defensively responsible. Like Keith Lafleur was never known as a defensive forward, the Rangers had him killing penalties. I remember it was like, "Die, old man, die!" And that's what I had. Like the Tang, uh, I don't know. Will uh, Crystal Tang be unstroking in the run- redhead? Um, he'd be a good fit. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, Mario's saying that Crosby's checked out. He looked a little eyes looked a little bit vacant. I could say that for sure. Uh, but there are some people, as Jim uh, brought to my attention, that think the Penguins are still in the playoff hunt. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. The great Joey, <laughs> Joey the Truth has got it all figured out. He's got the whole schedule in his head. Yeah, maybe we'll He's do a live check-in on Joey, but 
and uh, some other podcasts that uh, you know we like to have fun. We this is an entertainment program, right? And uh, you know, I really don't. Uh, you know, I look around. I watch everybody else's programs, as we say on this show, and I find them hysterical, but in the wrong way, like not on not on purpose. <laughs> so, oh mercy, Jonathan Riggs with his first the Joey <laughs> Wagner. Uh, Fire. Mercy. Oh, mercy. Oh, mercy. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, we might check in on Joey. He is live tonight. Who's, we who's, might check in. Who's Pittsburgh playing tonight? Uh, Ottawa. 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 All right. I've got some addendments I want to make to some statements I've made over the previous shows. As you now, know, Jim. Wait, wait, wait. Is that is that a is that a an addendum or an amendment? <laughs> is that a combination of an addendum and a de- an amendment? An addendum? That's I don't. Know. Yeah, I guess an addendum. I could. I see. I did my own malin. What do they call it? malaprop? There. Malaprop. Yeah. I had one of those removed. The malaprop on my back. Uh, but yeah, no, I know what you. Yes, I blended two words. Listen, man, the memory. You know, like I asked my wife the other day, I said, well, how much? Like, if I gave you, every, this is a question for everybody. If I gave you three-digit numbers and you got to look at these three-digit numbers for one minute and had to memorize as many as you could and then okay. write them down, how many think you, how many think you could do? I don't know. Out if I said 134, 139, 181, 176. 134, 139, 189, 176? Yeah. Okay. You're, you're good. At this point in my life, I only can remember three numbers. <laughs> okay. And it's gone. So if you get addendaments or dentinements uh, <laughs> or whatever, uh, this is what's got that, – that's, uh, that's just going to happen. A lot of drugs and a lot of uh, just craziness. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to retract. I'm going to addendumize. We retract nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, see, I'm not a person that, you know, if I'm wrong or I mischaracterize somebody, I'm going to update my opinion. I'm not a stick in the stone. Like I saw some fucking clown. Now listen, we all know Keandre Miller has not been playing well. He made that stupid pass. What game was that where he went behind the net and they gave it right to a, 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 a opposing <laughs> player and they scored on it? Yes. Forget what game was that. Well, Ranger, the, the whiners were out, the babies were out crying, get rid of them now! Get rid of them! Where, where are you going to get rid of them? I don't understand. The trading deadline's over. Not being sent down. Why guy winds up versus the Penguins? Okay. And it was then one of the Penguins games, yeah. That, that I know for sure. Last night, he, uh, you know, again, they were playing basically an AHL team. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, put it back in our pants about last night's game. I mean, although it was great to see them thrash that team, they had all their stars out. They were playing with guys that don't deserve to be in NHL. But the Rangers throttled them. They took care of business. Okay? All right. I'm all over the place with this whole thing. 
Anyway, getting back to what I was going to say. I think I have to give credit to Gord Murphy. We all know who Gord Murphy is. Who's Gord Murphy, ladies and gentlemen? Gord Murphy is in charge of our defense. And I'm going to tell you, he has done a fantastic job back there. Because without Ryan Lindgren, the Rangers somehow are not only treading water, they have had a huge rate of success without Lindgren, which is phenomenal. Now, I don't. Ben Harper know. has played very well these last couple uh, of games. He's been stellar. Okay. And uh, Mikola, <clears throat> who I think is not that great, you got to give the guy mad props for stepping in and playing first pairing minutes and being capable. The only downside that to that is Adam Fox's offense, other than assists, has dropped off the cliff. Because I think he's not really used to playing with the guy. He may have to be more conservative, conservative than usual. He's still piling up the assists. We know that. Yes. Sam went on off. He hasn't scored in 12 seconds. <laughs> oh, just please, Sam. The voice of doom. Just stop. And... So I may I, 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 I Mikola I was given a lot of say this guy's garbage he's trash, but once things get back to normal, I think he's going to fit in nicely. Although I still like Ben Harper over him, I still like him in the, in the six as uh, over Mikola. I don't know, maybe I'm more familiar with Ben Harper's AHL work and NHL work, but you know, and I and once they get Lindgren back. And when's he coming back? Uh, Easter Day? What day? It was day to day. Easter All Saints Day. day. All Saints <clears throat> Day. St. Joseph's yeah. Day. I mean, yeah. when is this guy coming back? Well, that was yesterday. Oh, St. Joseph's Day. What's that holiday all about anyway? Not is really it the sure. The birth of St. Joseph? I, I don't get it. I guess. All I know I is know it, I, I just know it's it's big with the Italians and they were all posting cupcakes all over, yeah, all over it's like all social media yesterday. So I'm all about a cupcake holiday. Yeah, so am I. Hey, you know. I thought it was the, the, the it was to celebrate the invention of St. Joseph's aspirin. Could be. That's Maybe the, he was the patron saint of cupcakes. Maybe. Uh see, Mario <laughs> got it. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so anyway, anyway, I got to give credit to Gordon Murphy and the crew. Uh, when Lindgren comes back, I'm sure it's going to take a couple games to get back in a thing. I'd rather, rather them take their time with him than rush him back. So, uh, I mean, and the Rangers continue to impress. I don't think this is a, uh, I wouldn't say it's not sustainable because I, I still think it's sustainable. This fucking lineup up and down is, is frightening in a good way. Danger. Danger. I mean, what, what, what so you, think they're, you think they're ramping up? You think they're getting hot? You think they're putting it together? I mean, they're throw, I mean the first two lines is – I mean, it's sick. It really is. I mean – 
And it looks like Galant, Galant, Fester, Fudd, Rickles, Secret Squirrel, has figured Sniffles. out the lines. Sniffles. <laughs> what? Sniffles. It's another name. Sniffles, that's another one. He does that Sniffles. one, too. Uh, has figured out that you put Kreider with Kane, not because they start with the same last, uh, last name, but he figures Kreider moves the puck forward. And it looks like that's working. Kreider has been on fire, Jim. I mean, you look at this guy, uh, you know, three a month ago, and he's like at 24 goals. Now he's what? He's sitting at 33 now or something? I mean, he's been rocking. And um, so I uh, – now, the third line, we just said, like, as I mentioned, Howard mentioned in the opening, Filipino, what a goal, Jim. What would you think about that goal? That was highlight real stuff right there. Yeah. He's going through everybody like Swiss cheese. Uh, it, it's funny because Patty Duke is calling him beefcake. At the viewing party, I asked Danielle Stewart, upwardly mobile Daniel Stewart, what she thought about casino night. She went to casino night, and the first thing out of her mind, uh, mouth was, Chris Kreider, what a handsome man. So he is a ladies' killer. So he's the hunk. He's the hunk. Oh well, last the, the Rangers last night Instagram video of him walking through the locker room. Get, not not last night after the uh, after the Pittsburgh game, him walking through the locker room presenting Igor with the hat, no shirt on. Oh, oh, oh no. really? Oh. No shirt on on his Instagram. Oh, Joe! Wow. I guess yes. he knows when you got it. Broke what? the internet. He blew up the internet, huh? He broke the internet. Wow. <clears throat> well, I looked at fighting over Danielle, and uh, I don't know. Danielle uh, went to casino night, may have uh, made some inroads with Chris. Could be. But he's been on fire. And uh, he has. And Zabina. I keep saying Zabinajad, but isn't it – am I saying it wrong? I feel like uh, – uh, Zabinajad. Zabinajad. So That's I'm never going to Tolleson says it. Zabinajad. Zabinajad. Yeah, I'll never – that's never going to happen. Rangers goal. His 36th of the season scored by number 93, Meek. Well, very good. Wow. So he's got a, he's got a, uh, Joe Tolleson, by the way, has a Twitter account where basically it's just, he does videos of himself making announcements. It's pretty cool to watch. It's one of the, one of the, one of the more useful Twitter accounts. So, guys, you, I'm going to have to apologize for saying Zabinajad. It's just, it's in my head. I'm going to try to say Zabana. Zabana. Uh, At the uh, Zabana. The Zabana. I'm sure everybody says it both ways all the time. I probably say Zabinajad as often as I say Zabinajad. <laughs> it's just Zabinajad rolls off the, 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 the tongue easier. Right. Um. 
So we, uh, I mean, Jim, I have to know how, how you guys take it over in Pennsylvania. I mean, there are some Pittsburgh fans uh, or once were Pittsburgh fans. I think they're starting to kind of lean over to our side. Uh, uh, how are you guys uh, dealing with these these routes? Well, they they weren't home uh, over the weekend, and I texted them Saturday night and said, uh, "I said Rangers are winning five nothing." And by the time I got the two responses from the girls in our group chat, chat, I said, "No, wait a minute, six nothing." <laughs> <laughs> So, and how so, yeah, they haven't been can... home, which is good because I was able to, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it, so, it, when they play Pittsburgh, it's honestly better when they're not here, right? Because if the Rangers aren't winning, there's just vile things coming out of my mouth, <laughs> and when they're winning, there's just vile things coming out of my mouth. Uh, so Instagram, great. Patty Duke. There's a video. Oh, there was Patty a Duke. picture uh, of Shesterkin with the hat, and then attached to that, like if you swipe over, there's the video of of Kreider uh, presenting it to him. Uh, Cutter, to answer your question, that is the helmet the Giants wore between 1976 and 1980. In 1981, they removed the white stripes. Is the Ron Johnson era, or was that the end of the Ron Johnson era? Uh, no, Ron Johnson was gone by then. This would be oh. the this would be the Billy Taylor era, the Ooh. Joe Pisarchik era, and the early Phil Simms era. Era, era, era. Oh, I was boy. trying to find this. Uh... And how about these goaltenders? Unbelievable. You know, I gotta say, as far as these these two weekend wins go, and uh, not to mention the the other uh, the other victory over Pittsburgh, I was more impressed by what they did last night than what they did Saturday night against Pittsburgh. I just thought after Saturday night's game, blowing out Pittsburgh, emotional game, rivalry game, Sunday night, Halakin net, just I mean, I had it in my head that was going to be two one. 12 rounds of the shootout, bad game. The Rangers said, fuck you, Jim. We'll show you. That's right. I'll show you. I'll show I mean, you. Third game on on four nights, again. Very, I mean, last night, that was, that was very – I was more impressed by what they did last night than what they did Saturday night, even though the Saturday night win is a bigger win. I think to come back on back-to-back -back nights – less than 24 hours later and and beat somebody in the first literally the first 9 minutes of a game and that game's over over five yes. nothing <laughs> it's five nothing the Nationals not really... coming back from that no and i was on i'm on board with you with your pregame kind of like feelings that uh that this was going to be not the Rangers' best effort at the scoring all those guys uh, goals in the previous game. Again, back to back. Are they really going to have it for Nashville? We've seen this movie before, right? I mean, uh, I mean, we have, yeah. You know, and they they put it out of reach early, 
Um, I felt like they kept they kept the pressure on to the end. I know that they were playing a, a, a you know an inferior opponent, uh, but they kept putting the pressure on. Now it may have been their best sixty minutes of the season, although their opponent, again, I don't want to beleaguer the point that they were lacking. They told me those goaltenders. Micheletti was telling me how good those goaltenders are. They look terrible, both of them. Right. But the Rangers made them look that way. And um, uh, I was looking for a letdown. Like you said, they get two points. They uh, get one point. They make one point up on Pittsburgh. That's what I was looking at. Like, shoot out. Shoot out time. They put them away early. They really never buckled. And Halak played a really solid game again. His record continues. I'm waiting for one of those reporters to do that that helmet record that you came up with. That's attributed to you, I think, right? Oh, I need to read. I, I need to. I need to touch that up a little bit now, because now he's added a shutout. I don't remember how long ago I did that and how many times he's played. But yeah, I should probably. I should redo it. Honestly, you should. I mean, uh, updated. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, it's a. It's a. It's a thing of wonder that he has come up with and. Just, it's like Georgiev who? You know, we really worried about that in the offseason. And, uh, you know. Oh, uh, here's the thing about, about TR, uh, well, Nick Adams, who is uh, who I think is just one of the best writers, I mean, out there. I wish I had this acumen for writing. I have it for Speaking, you wouldn't know by all the, the mispronunciations I go to, but I, I'm more of a vocal dude. And this is what Nick said about the Penguins. And this, to me, summed up, and let's see if it sums up the way you feel and the way our, our audience feels. There are some teams you don't mind seeing go out to pasture. Then there's the Penguins. Fuck you. Fuck every bullshit flop every bullshit holding call, every disallowed goal, every everything. Fuck you assholes. I can actually wait to watch it happen. I hope you off yourselves in record numbers and stop breeding so your species dies. Penguins fans don't even rate comparison to Devils fans. As close as they are in general constitution... See you next Tuesday, bitches, bitches, whiners, complete effing gashes. That was the sash, kids. It's just got handed across the altar, and I will quietly laugh at the bullshit organization, low grip it for like three decades, trying to milk out one more load over Crosby videos. Fucking herbs. And we're done here. Well, do you think that is uh, a little too vicious, or no? My wife. <laughs> said, yeah. I, I can say that because the kids, because the girls aren't here listening. Right. Look, he, he, look. My my feelings on the Pittsburgh Penguins were uh, were well documented for many many years, long before long before I met any of the Everhart girls. So. But really, we have been subjected to this. I must admit, I don't always understand all of Nick's phrasing, but 
Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's got a little you know Bronx slang he throws in there. You know, <laughs> he's from the Bronx. So, I mean, Mario says it's not vicious enough. <laughs> not vicious enough. Well, you know. Hey, we got a lot of hatred for those. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't hate them that much, uh, but we have seen a lot of as uh, as the great Costa latest, who is now uh, where's he working now this week? Uh. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, boy, I wouldn't trust him in there. He's working at Chuck E. Cheese. And, uh, you know, uh, agendas, my friend. And right. it looks like Pittsburgh, the bell is tolling for them. And uh, we'll see. Uh, Peter J. Fox says, this is our time, baby. There it is. Watch Pittsburgh go on a 16-game winning streak. And now, Jim... Mercy. Oh, mercy. Mercy. Holy. You want to check in and see what that guy's doing? See how much he raised for his. Uh, yeah, we'll, talk, we'll go. We'll check it out. Let's, 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 let's have our fun first. All right. Well, you, I've talked enough for a while. A ranger fun. I want to know your thoughts, your visions, mm -hmm. uh, your takes, if you will, on. Well, uh, I, I mean, you know, I'm. I, I mean, there's, there's not much to be. I mean, there's nothing that you can't even really nitpick what's gone on the last couple of nights. Uh, again, you know, another back to back that, that they, you know, they pull off successfully another three games in four nights. I don't know how many of these, I mean, they still got a couple more of these before the end of the season too. And uh, you know, this, this big week, this rivalry week that MSG built up all week, rivalry week and the Rangers come away with the, uh, what uh, six point? No, uh, two four seven points. Seven, right? Seven points in four games against Pittsburgh, Washington, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think it was. Uh... And don't look now. But yes, they're How only far five behind points. now. They're only five points behind those Devils. I was kind of hoping that it's a fucking it's a goddamn lightning who we just can't catch a break from the lightning, no matter what it is, whether it's whether it's a trade or whether it's in a series against them or whether it's when we need them to beat the goddamn devils, we cannot catch a break with the Tampa Bay Lightning. The game was three two last night. I'm like, I mean, oh, like Libor Hayek wasn't enough. They couldn't just go out and beat the devils for us last night. But oh Joe. And I know they were only up. I think they were up one nothing or two nothing. But it was still. three two in the third, and I said, "Oh, all right." And Dan, the Devils scored three goals in the second period of that game. Yeah, but the Devils are five points ahead of the Rangers. Both teams have twelve games remaining, and there's one left against each other. Well, that Joe. game is gonna. That is gonna be winning. That game in regulation is gonna be. Absolutely paramount. If you want to finish second, and I'd rather finish second. Wouldn't you rather finish second? What does yeah. it matter? No, they'll get the Devils one way or the other, won't they? Yeah, it'll be second the first round. third. I'd still rather finish second, just to say, just to say we we beat them at the you know last week and the last yeah. two weeks of the season, and we passed them. I still don't think Devil. I, I I still don't think the Devils have the goaltending to compete in the playoffs. That's just me. No, I think most people will agree with you. I mean, and you talk about goaltend. 
Eh, nah. With the Devils, it's all home ice, Frankie. And Shesterkin, let's welcome back. You have the welcome back Cotter theme somewhere? Because I love that Chesty was getting physical, punching guys across in front of the net, getting, yeah. in, getting in the game. Who was that? He hit Jeff Carter, was it? I think it was Jeff Carter, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was some numb nut who dared to come uh, past the crease. And he gave him a little shove, a little what for. I felt like that was one of his best games of the year. Uh, just uh, he looked into it. He looked uh, fabulous. He what? He picked up a second shutout of the year, which uh, Tom it, said it was Zucker. Maybe it was Zucker. Oh, uh, Jason Zucker, Zucker, Zucker. Yeah, I like to see the goalie get involved. That means he's in the game. I mean, not Jordan Bennington involved, involved where he's uh, hitting people with his blocker and uh, going after Mark Andre Fleury and doing all kinds of. And things. that guy, that guy gives up five goals in a game, gets thrown out of the game, and he's trying to get the crowd behind him. Yeah, like, he's dude, not... you just gave up five goals. It's like you're off the ice. It's like you're a sieve. Get the hell off right. the ice. Who was right. the uh, Ranger fighting goalie? Daniel Lacroix, or whatever that guy's name was. Dan remember that Cloutier. He fought on Tampa. He was a goalie. Was, they, all he did was brawl. It was Cloutier, wasn't it? Dan Cloutier. There you go. Lacroix, Lacroix, some French Canadian name. So, uh, which I, one did we have on the show? We had Blackburn on the show, right? Did we? Yeah, the we one that, supposed yeah. to have him. We never did. No, because he talked. Was it Blackburn, the one that lived with JD? Yes. Because we talked to him about that, and, the, and he was the one that had the two blockers, right? Yes. Because he had the right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, JD we, said yeah. he used to put uh, uh, <coughs> crunchy cereal in front of his daughter's bedrooms, so he would hear Dan Blackburn if he tried to make a move. What the hell? <sighs> JD, uh, good parenting, good parenting, brother. Uh, yes, Dan Cloutier. Thank you. So. It's all looking good till it doesn't. <laughs> right. Right now. Right. It's all fun and games until they lose three in a row. Yeah, well, this is what this fan base. They couldn't. The two <laughs> games. The two games are Val's. We're in on Kane. And I still think he's got a, a little bit ways to go in feeling comfortable with this team. And he's still yeah, putting no. up points. Right. Right. No, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, it's... What's not going to happen? Frankie's telling me it's not going to... What's not going to happen? I, I don't even know. Frankie, what's not going to happen? Kane is <laughs> never going to get it in New York. Answering a question from a half hour ago. I don't know what's, gonna, what's going on. Yeah. Well, you know, it. it it's... Uh, I wouldn't say that. Oh, uh, three in a row. Okay. Uh, I don't think so either, but... It did just happen like two weeks ago. Yeah. So, it's like every two weeks, there's a seismic shift in this team. Oh, uh, well, yeah. If you don't remain calm, I mean, if you're going to go uh, all emotional and go all emo after every game and they disappointed you because they lost and things didn't go to plan. I mean, this is life. Uh, uh, we got no time to remain calm. Well, semi Nobody got time for that. I'm always looking at the big picture. I This is what I want. They just got to stay healthy. 
till the playoffs begin. Because the playoffs is such a – and hopefully there'll be a long run and injuries start to mount up and the nagging injuries. So I'm just hoping they go into it healthy. Um, <clears throat> Patrick Kane, three goals, four assists in nine games as a Ranger, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really good. But you know who I really have been impressed. I, I wish with? I could get. I wish I could get Kako and uh, Lafreniere to be that. Uh, you know, unadjusted to being a ranger. Yeah. Well, they are still suffering from the same old thing. And I guess for your third line, I'll, I if they're your third line, if we're just taking them as third liners right now, right? No thought of the future. It's a pretty good third line. I mean, you got a 20-goal on your third line. You got guys in the teens, the 13s and the 14s, whatever. They forecheck really well. They do. There's they don't know what speed. to do after that to, to, to set up anybody, to each other. And But as a third line consisted, uh, you know, they're pretty good. Good third line. And with that fourth line playing so well, I mean, can we give it up for VC Goodrow and Mott? What a Tyler Mott 2.0. The scoring machine, Tyler Mott. And how about VC making these in between the legs passes and uh, making the smart plays on the penalty kill and just, and Goodrow continues to. You know, and Ma too. They they add a point here and there. The fourth line. I mean, you talk about a year ago. The fourth line going into this playoffs. What was the fourth line? Reeves, Gauthier, John Bernard, Hunt, Dryden Hunt. Those guys had no chances of even contributing. Let's 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 call it what it was. The the, the other guy, uh, Brodzinski. Brodzinski. Yeah. I mean. I, I'm, I'm not. I am I, knocking those guys because the, the Rangers are afforded to have some top end players fill that first two lines now. So now those guys who were playing on the first line and second line, like Goudreau and VZ, they moved to the fourth, and that is a good fourth line. This is my favorite incarnation of the fourth line. Really? In the in the Gallant era, how's that? Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, but we went from you know Dryden Hunt and uh, and Julian Gauthier and with an occasional Kraftsoft thrown in and a Brodzinski here and there and and now we've got Mott, Beasy, and Goodrow, Reeves. I, I think you said Reeves. Yeah, I mean, some people saying best fourth line in the league right now. I really would have to take a look. I I I don't. I know it works for us, right? It works for us. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. Like I said, it's not a heavy fourth line. It's a fourth line built on on speed and skating well, and it does. It's they're effective. They're effective. They get a good forecheck going. You want the puck that away in the other team's end, right? And uh, I don't have to see as slow as fucking shit Ryan Reeves out there. I don't have to see these guys that I just I mean, right now things are great. 
in Rangerville. Let's just Rangers Town, whatever you want to call it. Right now, things are great. I wish Blue I Shirts United. We haven't heard that one in a while. Oh, yes. Blue Shirts United. For only the cost of uh, a house in Cold Springs Harbor, you can have membership for exclusive content. Um, <laughs> and, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention one, Vincent Trocek. Is he... Uh, he has exceeded all expectations from me. Uh, well, I for me, I, I he's been pretty much exactly what I expected him to be. But what I notice is that the closer they get to the playoffs, the the he's elevating his game. He's more, he's more feisty. He's more chirpy. He's, uh, I like, like we said last week, he, he's uh, second on the team in hits. I just feel like he's he's starting to elevate his game the closer they get to the playoffs. But what happened to this guy when we played against him last year? I didn't notice him at all. I think he's elevated by these these big guns he's playing with. A lot of these guys, because a lot of times you get a little bit jaded. I know he was on, what, was he on Florida? Then he was on uh, Carolina. Carolina. I mean, Carolina had a pretty good lineup. Last year, I don't know what line he was on, whatever. But I feel like he, he did loved... put up he did put up ten points in fourteen games in the playoffs last okay. year. How many of the what his numbers were against the Rangers? I couldn't tell you. But uh, the, I'm just looking at his overall stats from the playoffs last year: ten ten points in fourteen games. I mean, again, I know we got problems with his contract and all that, but I'm just going by this year. I'm not looking at long-term, just like I'm not looking long-term at Barkley Goodrow's six-year contract. I don't know what's going to look, you know, in, in three, four years. But he scored right- three, goals, three goals in the playoffs against the Rangers. He actually scored in game five, game six, and game seven. See? There you go. So, so while the team around him was collapsing. And the fans were exiting the buildings in game seven. Right. Right. Nobody, no Canes fan actually witnessed his goal in game seven. <laughs> they already left by then. His last goal was a Kaniac. As a, and, that's, and that's true because, you know, that's probably pretty true because when he scored, it was, it was, uh, that made it 4 1. And it was only about 11 minutes left in the third period. So, yeah, I'm sure a, a good majority of that, of that wonderful fan base that we hear so much about was already. On I ninety five, heading home, or, or whatever, whatever <laughs> interstate leads out of where their arena is. Yes, the only—I mean—and again, everybody's talking about the chat room. Yes, the dumb penalties. Yes, could he? There's got to be a flaw in his game. Let's face it. I mean, you know, he wins faceoffs. He's hitting this and that. I mean, I think we're just going to have to live with it. Uh, uh, hopefully, in the playoffs. Nah, nah, nah. I don't want any of that. Dumb penalties. You got to be unselfish and take it. What did you think of the hit of Malkin on Braden Schneider in which Sean McDonough miscalled the cross-check and said, oh, Schneider is going for cross-checking 
Malkin. Yeah, I don't know what he was watching. What what fucking game was he watching? Really? I, I, I idea. Hey, Howie. I hate yeah, I, I have no idea. I hate him. <laughs> you could say Crosby this. And Malkin is, and he's one of those guys, once they're losing, talk about checking out. He's lost all interest. <laughs> it looked like it. By the way, speaking of Trocheck and taking too many bad penalties, you know who takes more bad penalties than Vinny Trocheck does? Who? Barkley Goodrow. Hey, hey. Bar- and Barkley Goodrow single handedly killed two power plays the other night. I know. Right. Oh, here, let me put the The man genius puts the fourth line on just trying to get him a little power play time. And Barkley Goodrow kills, kills both, both power plays. Not one, yeah. but two of them. You know, I love me some Barkley Goodrow. But he takes a lot of bad penalties, too. But he does. He does. And you'll see a lot of these guys who chirp and get under the skin. They tend to lose their emotions. And as long as you check yourself in in, in the playoffs, that's when it matters. Because you got to be like a machine out there. You got to take cross checks. You got to take slashes. Even if the ref doesn't call them, you got to be disciplined. Don't lose your discipline out there. Keep your fucking discipline out here now. Yeah, don't shit your pants every time Kessel gets the puck. Right. Kessel, he's a good player, but don't shit your pants on him. Yeah. Keep your fucking discipline here now. Exactly. Khan is now weighing in with playoffs or a crapshoot. I don't know what the hell that means. As far Uh, as what? I I don't know. He just jumps into the conversation with no context. Um, I don't know. Is, I, I think, you know, with the hockey playoffs, with every series going seven, you know, every series being best of seven, it's a little harder not for, you know, it calls for less upsets, big time upsets anyway, unless one team just has a goalie that gets really you know, super hot or something. Yeah, that's certainly true. What's up, um, burning up? I'm burning up. Oh, earning up. Earning up is back. Uh, That's certainly true in a long playoff series. And we've seen the Rangers have come back three games to one uh, many a times. Lot. A lot. I mean, quite a few times. Doing, since we've been doing this show, I mean, it was on the, you know, turn out the lights, the party's <laughs> overtime. We were ready. We, we, in that back-to-back series when they went to uh when they went to the finals it was back-to-back series right yeah and i know we're worried about being too offensive and yeah, i like this the five in the first round frankie uh, i was watching the highlights from the uh, uh and then go seven all set you know seven games for each round I know the, uh, the a lot of fans wanted the Rangers to get more gritty. Not gritty, the mascot, but to get more gritty. But we get a bottle of water. They were offered that? up, and really at a real cheapo discount price, Tarasenko and Kane. And they wind up getting Mikola, who is... I mean, he was the throw-in in that trade. 
and he has been serviceable while this Lindgren thing has gone down. And so the Rangers didn't get Tanner Janot. Well, guess what? Tanner Janot's on Tampa. Uh, they couldn't beat the Devils last night. And it took five picks to get him. Yeah. So would right? I like to see the Rangers have more depth at the grittiness department? Yeah, if somebody goes down on the fourth line. But as consists, uh, the Rangers are putting out a dangerous lineup. I, I hate to say this because I'm not really ever in this position to say this as a Ranger fan. The Rangers got a shitload of goal scorers. And Tarasenko, I can't say enough about this guy. He's defensively responsible much more than I ever thought. He plays defense. He back checks. He's a Excellent passer. I said this in the previous show. And um, so I certainly. Uh, so they got guns. They're going to be more of an East-West team. You know, uh, hopefully it continues the way it's continuing where they're starting off North-South. I, I, I think they're I think they're OK in the sandpaper department. I mean, so you know, they also, you know, of course, you know, the key is keeping guys, keeping guys healthy. I mean, don't forget, you know, the latter part of that uh, that Lightning series last year wasn't Goodrow was on one leg, wasn't he? Yeah, and, and uh, uh, you know, that's a that's a key piece now. So yeah. keeping you know keeping all these guys healthy. And I see between, you mentioning in the chat about Truba. Talk about a guy who's elevated his game. I mean, I don't want to go and praise every Ranger in the roster, but it seems like that's what I'm doing. Right. When you win 6 nothing and 7 nothing, what else am I supposed to talk about? Right, and 4-2. to 4-2. You know, to when, you, when you take three, three, you know. In regulation. Four, these regular, these, uh, this rivalry week. I mean. <clears throat> Jacob Truba. He threw that helmet, and and then he backed it up. You know, he threw the helmet, said, let's fucking go, and it took the team a, a game, but they got going. But he's been a beast ever since then. An absolute beast. Where is he in the league in hits and uh, and uh, block shots? Uh, let's see. He has 176 block shots. He has 191 hits. Obviously, he leads the Rangers in both of those categories. Uh, if you give me a minute, I I will try and find the yeah. I'll vamp where he minute. measures up. Now, let's see. Uh, and I, now, what has he got? Eight goals. That happened. Uh, that happened. All of a sudden. Eight goals, twenty assists. I mean, the assists could be a little bit more, but he doesn't play first power play. Uh, let's see. So. What started off as a disastrous season, as you remember the first viewing party when Costa almost had an embolism live right. right, over Truba's giveaways and his minus three, I think he was in that game. Uh, I think, uh, and listen, Keandre Miller still, I mean, I'm glad he got first star last night. He's... Uh, I want to see him against some stiff competition because I'm. He he's been uh he's been mostly he hasn't really been good. He was struggling right before the the spitting incident. 
And uh, defensively, I like to see him shore up a little bit more. But you know, now these young guys, and I like the way he was trying to get that that hat trick last night. He was blasting shots. And I think Mario mentioned. Uh, it. Let's see. Okay. okay, I have I have your answers here. Jacob Truba is tied for fourteenth in the league in hits. How about the out of defenseman? I'm sorry to put you on a spot here. Uh, let's see here. On def- for defenseman, he is second, third, fourth, fifth. One, fifth. two, three, four. Five. Yes, he is fifth in the league for defenseman on hits. Uh, block shots, he is second in the league. Now, if you can go back, I know this is gonna. I'm driving you. And he's not. He's not. He's not going to move very far in either category. I'll tell you that much. He's. He's pretty much solidified himself in in. And because Alec Martinez is leading the league with 214 block shots, wow. he's got 40 more than than Truba in four less games. Uh, go back to the hits category. And um, who's ahead of him in hits and how many of them? Uh, well, how many? That is the defenseman hits. Luke Shen, uh, Gudis. On Ottawa? Jeremy, who's right? Uh, what are the teams? Uh, Luke Shen on. Um, he just got traded to Toronto again. Yeah. Uh, so he's first. He's the league leader in hits. Uh, Who was Luke Shen on before? He was on somebody bad. Because usually a lot of times defense will get a lot of hits if they're in their own zone a lot. He was with Vancouver. Okay, bad. Right. Um, uh, Ranko Gudis is second for defenseman. Ottawa? In hits. Florida. Uh, okay, they're mediocre. Jeremy Lozon is uh, is third in hits for defenseman with Nashville, and then uh, oh, I'm gonna fuck this name up. Yanni Hakan Hakanpah, Hakan about right? H and R Puffin stuff. H and R, and who's he with? He's he's Kyle? one. He's with Dallas. He's one ahead of Truba. One hit okay. ahead of Truba. Now so I, I believe that Truba Truba is the only. Let me see here. He's. Uh, I forget what that number was or what that stat was that they threw. I mean, as far as blocks and hits, you know, he's like the only guy with like more, he's got more than 175 block shots and more than 175 hits. He's the only one with that number. Braden McNabb is pretty close in both categories, but Troop is the only guy with more than 175 block shots and 175 hits. I mean, he's just having a, a hell of a season. Yeah, I'm not really saying. Um, I see somebody. Gudis is not mediocre. Him, uh, well, he he plays on a mediocre team, is what I'm kind of saying. A lot of times, I don't know. Maybe I'm just speculating, trying to make Truba even brighter than he is. I just know he works for us. He's a good fit. Now, whether you should be paying this guy, uh, I think it's pretty much answered. I mean, you're paying for a guy who is he's delivering. He's delivering, and he's your captain. So that's what you want your captain. <coughs> so absolutely. Now I he leads, to... he leads by example. Exactly. Now Mario brought up a good point about 
Gallant Gallant, Rickles, Secret Squirrel, Elma Sniffles. Flood, that whereas the Rangers kind of didn't run up the score against Nashville uh, or Pittsburgh, but you know all well if Pittsburgh was up that lead, they would have run the score up. They would have padded stat. They have. I mean, I that's remember, their MO. I can remember a few 9-2 losses to Pittsburgh way back yeah. then. Now, uh, I wanted to ask you and the millions at home, what do you think about I remember, this? I, real quick, I remember oh, coming ahead. home one time. I think I was at work or something like that, and I had and the Rangers were playing the Penguins. This is late 80s, early 90s. And I didn't. I had missed the game, and I didn't know who was winning. Of course, there was no internet. I come home, and I flip on the game, and as soon as I flipped on the game, the Rangers scored a goal. And, you know, they're like showing the replay of the goal as they go to commercial. I'm like, oh, great. They just scored. And then the score comes up that it was, I was literally like 9 2 Pittsburgh. I'm oh, like, holy God. Christ. And I remember Sam saying something like, oh, you can see he's not really celebrating that goal. And I'm like, why? What the fuck? And then the score came up. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That might have been one of those nights Jan Erickson was shadowing Mario. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. That's one of my famous uh, uh, lines that I remember. That and I think it was Ron Lowe or I think it was Ron Lowe said, Jody Hull has to step it up on the power play. Now, Jody Hull was not Brett Hull. He wasn't Bobby Hull. He was, I don't know. Daryl Hall. What? <laughs> he was more like Daryl Hall. He was, yeah. He was not an offensive. Daryl Hall. <laughs> and I, I always remember that. And um, who was the guy who came after? Was it? Uh, who, got, who was the guy who came after Colin Campbell or before Colin Campbell? No. Keenan, Colin Campbell. Muckler? Uh, Tom, was, was it Muckler? Tom? Tom Webster, when was he? Uh, the, the... No, he was Eps- he was Espo. He was Espo. Tom Webster was maybe eighty six. Muckler, I think, came after Colin Campbell. And then well, we had some lame ass coach. God, I can't remember it. Well, His quote was, "We'll have it straightened out." Brian Trottier. No, not that. I I, I don't even remember that. This guy. <laughs> What the fuck is his name? Sure, it wasn't Muckler. No, he, he came up with the famous uh we'll have it straightened out by tax time. Uh quote. Sounds like something Tom Rennie would have said. It wasn't Rennie. It it was another yeah, it was a dark years guy. Was it Alfie Pike? Did Alfie it Pike was say Alfie that? Pike. <laughs> I can't remember. Who are the coaches? Can you give me the coaches in the, the dark years? All right, here you go. Uh, we had Emil Francis, Ron Stewart, Fergie, Not John everyone. D. Talbot, Fred Shiro, okay. Craig Patrick, Herb Brooks, Craig Patrick, Ted Sater, Tom Webster, Espo, Michelle Bergeron, Espo, Roger Nielsen, Ron Smith. Ron Smith, that's that the guy. Before Keenan, Ron Smith. Okay. okay, we'll have it straightened out by tax time. Well, he took o- he took over for uh, Nielsen when Messier got Roger Nielsen fired. Ah, 
I used to call that guy Blah Smith. He was the most boring coach I think the Rangers ever had. No longer with us. Oh, he's dead, huh? <laughs> no longer with us. Nope. He hasn't been for a long time. Really? Yes. Oh, boy. Hey, Andrew Comforti got it. He was a one-year guy, right? And, yeah, he only he was an interim when they fired Nielsen. And then he went to Vancouver, and he was Pat Quinn's assistant when the Rangers played them in the finals. Oh, yes, that's right. That is right. Wow. Nielsen no. wasn't a bad coach. No. What are you, what are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? Connor, what are you talking about? Captain Video. Just he just didn't agree with the superstar. The superstar didn't like his style. Did he finish in first place with Roger Nielsen as a coach? Yeah, they won the president's trophy with Roger Nielsen, didn't yeah. they? Hey, Matt, learn your history. Hang out with Sean McCaff. Learn your history. I'm, I'm pretty sure they won a they won the uh the president's trophy. Yeah. Ted Sater, the most hated Ranger coach of all time. Which which I don't really uh, <laughs> I think the players hated him. I didn't hate it. They, they had a hell of a run that year with him yeah, as coach. Yeah, but I heard he was a real. Didn't he sound send down Pierre LaRouche that year and all the? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it was yeah. a little uh... Pierre LaRouche on the Hershey Bears. Yeah, but that team had a hell of a playoff run out of nowhere because they only won like thirty five games. Yeah, they went to the 32. semis that year and uh, lost to the the rookie Patrick Rua, as yep. he was known back then, or Roy. Learn uh, later to be known as. And um, so, and I'll, you know, yes, the Rangers won the president's trophy with Roger Nielsen as coach. Oh, he was terrible. He was terrible. Horrible. <laughs> terrible. I wish they had a horrible. Well, like, was Connor even born then? No, he don't know nothing. What does he know? He's probably Fire, drunk again. Fire Seder and Seder. Yes. So Sater was, uh, he was a uh, Flyers assistant, I believe, when they hired him. Yes. <clears throat> I don't understand these guys having opinions on guys that they didn't even witness. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's okay. You're learning. It's a learning process. Right. I'm glad we're, you we're here to educate. And also, these guys are gonna. The, when I'm dead and buried, these guys are still gonna be rooting for this team to win a Stanley Cup. So, uh, <laughs> God bless. Uh, you know, but you know the Roger Nielsen hockey, as I remember. No, Ted Sater was very defensive minded, as I remember. That was his big thing, right? Uh, so, yeah, Ted Sater was a bastard from everybody I've ever talked. <laughs> And, you know, it's weird. Uh, he was a defensive-minded coach, and yet that team had five 30-goal scorers. Yes. And Adam Graves had 26 goals. Leach had 22. Sergei Nemchinov scored 30 goals that year. I forgot about that. Did Leach lead that team in scoring? Was that another year I'm thinking about? 96, uh, maybe. No, Messier led the team in scoring. Leach was second. I believe that was his first 100-point season, though. Okay. Yes, it was. So uh, we go down memory lane right that now. That was a great team. And if, and, if, and if Adam Graves checks anybody but Mario Lemieux, 
That's not even a blip on the radar. It's not a penalty. It's not a suspension. The Rangers win that series, and then they win the cup. That little tap on his wrist, oh, on, his, on his glove hand, where he went down like he'd been fucking shot from the book depository. Broken hand. He had a, supposedly he had a broken hand, but yet he was back two games later. Yes. The Rangers would have won the Stanley Cup that year. No doubt in my mind. Yes. Peter J. Fox, right. he was a sissy. I haven't heard that word in He life. was. Well, he was. He's a faker, just like Crosby. That's the thing. It's, it's it's some kind of lineage where these guys are fakers. They're down, they're shot. Like Marshall Dillon shot him down in the middle of the... Uh, I used the word sissy on this show yeah? not too long ago. I just don't remember who I was referring to. Hmm. I said it was a sissy move, or I, I can't remember what it was now. Huh? Year within the last year or two, I just don't remember what it was. And that's going to bother me because it was. <laughs> I said he. I said it was a sissy. Somebody made a sissy move, or so. Anyway. Anywho. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sissy. You want to switch gears here? You want to stay on the fabulous <laughs> Rangers? How about the power play? I think the power play looks great now. It's it's humming. Penalty kill. They're on a streak. Penalty kill's been good. Everything's been good though. I mean, you can't. I can't find fault with anything they've done the last week. Uh, <laughs> really can't. Jim, do you think we do the show next week that it'll be the same tone, or is it going to be a complete like? How do you lose to Carolina two games in a row? I mean, can't believe awful. they lost that fucking. They, they had a five nothing lead on the Panthers and they lose six five. Yeah, like is it going to be that way? Or I wish I had a time machine and go ahead and find does out. Does anything? I mean, really, at this point, does anything surprise us anymore? No, I mean, not really. I mean, we've 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 seen it all. Just the years we've done this show, we've pretty much we've seen everything except the Stanley Cup championship. I know. Well, they we've Panarin. seen it all. We've seen them lose playoff series they should never have lost. We've seen them with incredible comebacks in the playoffs and the regular season. We've seen last second goals. We've seen first 10 seconds. You know, we've been down 2 nothing in the first minute of the game. I mean, we've seen it all. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just. It's just you never know. You're right. I shouldn't even really try to be like look into the future. I just wait till next week, and you know, it's just things are going. Here, Sean's comment. Where is it? There it is. Lose the last five games in the regular season, then sweep the first round. Would that that wouldn't surprise me either? No, it would surprise me, and I'll tell you why. The Rangers don't sweep. The Rangers do not sweep anybody. Who's the when last was the team last they time swept? they the thrasher, swept somebody? The thrashers. the thrashers, right? The Thrashers, right? What was that? Oh, six? The thrashers have been, they don't even in existence. They don't even exist like anymore. Years. Right. I mean, come on. They beat Danny Heatley in the Thrashers? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Danny Heatley. D7. <laughs> Roger Nielsen was a terrible coach. Well, listen, they're young. 
They'll learn. <laughs> Get one of those Sean McCaff books. Right. Well, since I don't have much to add other than the Rangers are great and a shoe in to win the Stanley Cup, that's all I really have to say. Uh, but what about Boston? Listen, Boston. We'll worry about when we no, get. No, tell it. No, they swept. They swept the the Thrashers in, in I think oh six. Yeah, oh six oh seven. Yeah, or, yeah. That was. I'm pretty sure that was a sweep. Yeah, that was a sweep for sure. Um, uh, I don't think he was not. terrible in Florida either. Did he? T- wasn't he coaching he, he, Florida when they went to the finals? Uh, come on, seriously. <laughs> They went to the finals with Toronto. They beat the Islanders in the semis that year, I think. Or the Hold on, God, I, I mean, this guy's like one of the winningest coaches of all time. And now, my, now this show has been consumed with Roger Nielsen's support. He's in the Hall of Fame, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, come on. You got to let this Roger Nielsen. Connor, what did Roger Nielsen do to your family or something? Right, like, really? What's going on here? Captain Video. He was one of the inventors. The the well, Doug McLean was actually their coach when they went to the. Oh, he was a uh, dick. Uh, the the um the first two years, their expansion two years, their their record was not great with Roger Nielsen. Okay. But uh, go look at their roster. Nobody on that team scored over fifteen goals. What the fuck? It's Scott Mellonby was the third highest scorer on that team. How far are you going to get with that team? Yeah. Scott Mellonball. Offley is saying that he knew Roger was actually a nice guy. You read that? Thank you, Cutter. Well, now 94 versus the Caps was not a sweep, Cutter. No, I was there at the game they lost. They lost, they lost game uh, four. In Washington, yeah. Orlando over Maryland at the Cap Center, the biggest shithole I've ever been to. I've never been. I never made it to the Cap Center. Oh, what a dump! Ah! What a dump! And that—that's all they deserved. Their fans. What a dump! I oh. wish they still played there. What a dump! What a dump! I oh. used to like the siren that used to go off when they scored there. It was similar to the Rangers. They used to have the siren too. By the way, don't forget to click the bell, subscribe to the show. And if you're in our Facebook group, I posted a thing from The Athletic to vote for the best goal song in the NHL. Obviously, we know who it is. Ah, your source? I've been hearing that song a lot lately. have bad nightmares about the cap center like dennis marook scoring goals again like five goal games hey this guy used to kill us but we we dispatched of washington right after the islanders in that 94 right and uh so no it's just a it's it's on the it's on the facebook page it's a it's a google doc you just vote you how he's you trying can to rank them. You can rank all the goal songs in the league, but why you'd even give a shit beyond giving the Rangers a 10 here? I knew this was coming. <laughs> An oldie but goodie. 
You start by shoving your head up your ass. That's how you vote. <laughs> how he's trying to trigger me with the two words, John Drews. John Drews. Well. Uh, Do we want to check in on Joey? Yeah, let's check in with Joey. He's doing check in on Joey. Hold on. All right. Let's see what Joey Lewis, Jerry Lewis, Joey Beavis, whatever we're calling this clown. Let's see what he's doing. Joey Wagner live. Hey, John Drew almost put me in a mental institution. Mike Ferguson. Race to the rebound found by Jeff Carter on the right wing side. Down to O'Connor. Ricochets back to him. To the blue line, overskated by Latang. Tying it up, keeps it at center. Nope. Pens are losing. It's going 12. Nice. What in the world? Two on one for Ottawa. Stutzla chance. What in the and world? That might have been another goal post, but it did not go in. Now he's on Twitch too? Was he? He's following us now. Did Jari get a Wait, there it thing? is. Oh, there's the tote. The tote board, Rosengarden. Joey's fund for the doctorate degree. Let's check in. Let's check in. What? How much does he got? We need need a Rosengarden. Give it to me. Where is it? Hold on. Let's check the numbers. Zero point zero. Oh, oh, Joe. Joey. Oh, Joey. Oh, Joey. I get this clown. The goal. No one was home. Stretch pass. Ottawa. Breakaway. Kachuk. Jory says no with the right pad. What the hell? Like I said, it's perfectly okay to make a save when it's a tough chance as Ottawa gets called for ice. Get him off. I can't stand him. All right. I can't. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the cutter of the mirror universe. He's the evil cutter now. All he, like... the, all he needs is a goatee. He's to be the he'd be, That's he'd be funny. evil mirror mirror cutter. Oh god. Jerry! Jerry, what a say! Jerry! Oh my god. The guy's actually calls a pretty good game, that kid, whatever whatever that is. I that Dr. Joey Wagner, his doctorate there. Can't believe he hasn't got any donations yet. Well, he I, I, is that copyright infringement? I don't know because there's a million people doing this where they do their own play by play, but you're not actually they're not actually showing the game. I think he, I think that's within bounds. You're not showing well, you the can, video. You what can, are you copying? You can partially hear the game in the background, I think, but I I, I really don't know. I don't think they're shutting it down. Or Nistroki. He's decimating information about the game without... Wow, you memorized that whole... Of the used television network? You remember that whole disclaimer? Ah, okay. I get you. I get you. Our legal department. <laughs> Do we Morgana. cheat him and how? Wow, so maybe huh. should we try to shut him down or just keep him going? Our legal department. Mario Morgado. Esquire. It's all right. That, that's in every contract. That's that's what they call a sanity clause. <laughs> you can't fool me. There ain't no sanity clause. Well, you win the white carnation. 
Why carnation? By the way, I watched several more. What happened there? I watched several Marx Brothers movies this weekend. Oh, man. Hysterical. So funny. Just so, Groucho just walking into a room was funny. Yes. Just a, He's one of those guys that you just would see and he would make you laugh. I, I don't know how you felt about John Lovitz on SNL, but he was one of those guys I just saw and started laughing. You know, there's a... They're in uh in the coconuts, they've got the they've got the hotel in Florida, and Groucho's trying to sell this land to he's trying to sell these parcels of land to people, and he's showing Chico the map, and he says over here down by the river, he goes, This is where all the levees are, and Chico says, Oh, so that's the Jewish neighborhood? And Groucho says, We're gonna pass over that one. <laughs> it was so uh, just they were so funny. The, just the the banter was just fantastic. <clears throat> a lot of uh, Sean McDonough was drunk for the broadcast <laughs> the other he night. May have Could been. Be. Be. Uh, broadcasters have been known to imbibe. He may have been. Now, Sean McCaff, I invited you to come on this show and maybe talk about this game. Kind of a Ranger rewind. I don't know when we will be featuring this. Uh, um, I sent Jim the link. Uh, this is a game from 1966, I believe. This. Go ahead. And what's this other video you put up here? This Fugazi. Oh, uh, well, you want to get to that first? Do you want to go into the more Ranger-oriented comp? I'll leave it up to you. It's your call. I would go. This is your. This is your segment. All right. Well, what would you guys rather have? Serious or funny? Or both, I guess it. You can vote now in the poll by registering it. Yeah, registering at poll.com. Right. Brackets.tournament.slash blue shirt underground. <laughs> I think we go for the fun first. Pete and, Fox I mean, says go for funny. Okay, let's go. We got the first funny vote. I think Sean McCaff says, Sean McCaff says next show he can do it. So do you want to hold that clip one more yes, week? We'll give... Okay. All right. All right. We'll so give we'll him a mulligan. Clip. Now, I just want to set this up. This uh, goes back way back to the playoffs <laughs> last year. Rangers, Penguins. I think I'll set the scenario up as you remember, guys. We were facing Jari gets hurt. They're putting in Louis Domingue and uh, Casey Smith, And, you know, the Rangers, are they come way back. To win the series. Well, all during this this series, and I am certainly not a fan of Paul Bissonnette. I think he's a douche. I think he just says things to get reactions. I don't think he has valid points in his... Yeah, he's or, just a heel. Yeah, that's what he is. And, you know, the only points... And when he it makes, comes to heels, he's more like the honky-tonk man than, than like, <laughs> you know, Macho Man or... Or, or uh, uh, what was the other Kevin guy? Nash or something, you know. Who's the guy that did the camel clutch there? Uh, Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik. He was a real heel. Right. So, you know, this guy is nasty, whatever. You're better off just ignoring him. He's just trolling Ranger fans again. So he was doing this in the playoffs. And I remember we, we talked about this a little bit. And he did a couple bits on his Instagram or on that Spitting Chicklets podcast where he's guaranteeing 
uh, Penguins victories and giving you the money line and slapping Ranger fans around, which I could see, you know, if I was, if it was an Islander fan, I would be laughing if I was doing it. I mean, you know, he's just trying to get milk it for all it's worth. Well, he says the Rangers are Fugazi. Now, Fugazi, uh, so that's all I'm going to set you up with is he says the Rangers are Fugazi. And now, uh, I guess, am I controlling this clip? I got it. Okay. Trying to... That's good. Okay. It did look All like I, I have to say good. is oh. that this guy's a piece of shit. I want all the Ranger fans to understand what this piece of shit just said. First of all, He's he doesn't have any of his facts right. Second of all, I'm all fired up right now. Go get him. This guy is a fucking pussy. Okay? He's a piece of shit. He, he just called every Ranger and every Ranger fan a Faguzi. You know what that you means? This for Does a anybody know what Faguzi uh, yeah. means? I'm Yes. First of all, first of all, this is like this is like blog talk radio quality video here. Well, I can I'm see can't see, which is a uh, <laughs> can't see. I can't see, which is a major upgrade from what they're I doing mean, now. Paulie's video. I mean, it just it looks like he's on a Motorola flip phone, uh, and he's drunk. Oh, he's drunk. You think he's drunk? Oh yeah, he's slurring his words. Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. Go ahead and play it. I'm going to tell you, it means he called you a fucking faggot. That's what he called you. That's what Bissonette just called you, all the Rangers and all the Ranger fans. He called you a faguzi. I'll play it for you again. I'm going to put it on the page. I'm going to find a way. You need to write this piece of shit and tell him that you're coming for him. I'd love to kick his ass Brooklyn style because a baseball bat wouldn't be good enough. Oh, oh, oh my boy, Bolly, yeah. Call me. All right. This is so wrong on so many levels. First of all, the way he says the uh, derogatory words towards gay people, uh, it's with such hatred, like almost like that's the worst thing you could. Let me tell you, as a Ranger fan, I've been called a lot worse than that. Right. you got to have really thin skin to be like, oh, my God, he called me gay. Like, that it, That comes from a place of, like, real – Like it, it says a lot about Faguzi. That's what it does. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, he doesn't even get the word right. And, and, and can't see he's over there. Clap like a seal. <laughs> you got a boy. You got a big boy. You know, he doesn't even realize what it means. And so what? Paul Bissonette, Bissonette called the Rangers for Gazy. <laughs> Katsi looks like he's missing his nurse and his tapioca pudding. I mean, I really think this was just like the stupidest segment ever on the internet, on the internet about hockey. 
but they did have matching shirts. Oh, look at Paulie, big boy. Get the hell out of here. I mean, it's, yeah, Fanuka. What's the other word? Uh, there's another word, too. Fagatini, I think. I mean, there's a lot of slurs there. You know, listen. Uh, you know, it's what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're just so stupid and ignorant. That's what I can't stand. And you, and the real, I know you're probably like, why are they bringing this up? And I'll say for the 400 millionth time, why I'm bringing this up because these clowns, Paulie used to be tolerable, but once he leached on to these, the alumni. His outlook on life and hockey became that of a 60-year-old. Now, I'm 58, but it's all about the Euros. Too many Euros. Who even talks about that anymore? The Euros. That's like from 1980. Like when the Euros started taking North uh, Canadian boys' jobs. Or we had to hit the Euros. We had to target the Euros. You got to get over it, boys. It's 40 years ago. It's time to move on. The game has changed. You know? Uh, I I think Cansey is more in tune to what's going on in the game than Paulie is. Paulie yes. just went... Uh, Fuguzi just went like, you know, I'm going to adopt a 70-year-old Ron Greshner's uh, take on the hockey now. I mean, and again, they tried to destroy the show. And that's what I, I take severe umbrage, to use right. a big college word, about the whole matter. And I will not, like Jim, holds grudges. When it comes to this show, I will always hold the grudge. That's it. That's it. I protect my own. And I will, if I got it. Say what you want about my mother. Say what you want about but my this mother. Show, this you don't, show. You don't fuck with this show. I don't, don't nah. fuck with this show. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of like the Don Cherry attitude. It, it it really is. Which is, I mean, I love Don Cherry. I love the suits, but I took him for what he was. He was an old curmudgeon who was just going to bitch about new hockey and right. You know, he was a character, caricature. But this guy, these guys take seven years off from hockey. They come back. <laughs> Paulie's got lame take after lame take, and you've got Cansey going. The, this is like the Netflix reboot of Paulie and Cansey. Yeah. It's like, it's like Hulu, you know, with a reboot. Oh, we're rebooting one day at a time. What a dummy. Don't watch this show. I don't want, because I'm, I'm, you know, because I don't want. Uh, I don't want any success for the show. I wish them they fail and they quit again. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that was my little uh, tribute to the, the Fugazi. Because we have mentioned Fugazi uh, in the past, the Fuguzi too, and a lot of viewers don't know what we meant uh, by that, but now they know. So next week, uh, <laughs> their their last show, their last show has thirty seven views. Wow. 
13 days ago. The show before that had 28 views. Wow. They're rocking. Oh, I, I love the fact. I love the fact that they wear matching shirts for their show. They're so fucking stupid. They cheat. You know how Several much they watch those shirts? Who are they? The fucking Beatles? Got a dress alike? Dude. Dude, I, I'm serious. I got to play this again. Play, play this again. Can you play this again? All right. Definitely when they're on the screen, I can't see it. And you never will. It's been terrible. All I have to say is oh. that this guy's a piece of shit. All right, now, Drunk Paul, you see that shirt that Katsi's wearing, Katsi's wearing? <laughs> yes. Do you know how much they charge for that shirt? They sell them, right? Are they sell them? They sell them, yeah. What they got? $25, 30 25 wow. A white Hanes shirt. With some With discount printing thing on it that Paulie got from Long Island because he lived there 30 years ago. We should get their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we should start wearing the shirts to do the show. They might yeah, get 37 viewers. I don't want to give them any money, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still think I just think it'd be funny. Wow. I mean, I'll I'll give it a break. Give it a break. So you think Paulie's drunk here? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right, enough of that. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I just, uh, when he mentioned the shirts, I had to discuss that. So I wish we still had uh, Paulie Faguzzi. What? That modeling shoot. Oh, that was the best. What? It, hold on. What is this? What's going on now? What? Hold on. Share screen. Now, see, this is why he's can't see. You can't see. I can't see him. It's Katsy after dark. It's up all night with Katsy. This is how the show starts. Listen to this. Um. <laughs> um. um. <laughs> Are we on? Paulie, tell us everything you know about hockey. Um. <laughs> Bang! Welcome to the Instigators Hockey Show. Oh, I want that puck. Yo. He's oh, he's over there. That's Chris Katsopoulos, former NHL defenseman, New York Rangers, Hartford Whalers, Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh. Is laundry hanging up in the background there? <laughs> Katsi, Katsi just rinsing a few things out. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I, gotta, I can't. It's a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. We'll be on the air until 11 o'clock tonight just picking I mean... stuff apart. I'm sorry it's deteriorated to this, but I I, I, I just find that it's fascinating. It same is thing with the, I mean, same thing with Joe Wagner. It it's is. fascinating. It's, you know, like he's on hockey chotchkes and his puck. Bam! 
We're on the air. Hulk merchandise on your 23 view fucking show. Bam! Bam! (laughs) I mean, this is one that was supposed to come to the viewing party. We always sign these for people, and I already signed it and forgot to bring it. Ah. Bam! Like that jerky boys. uh... Bam! I don't know. I'm getting messages already here. What's going on? Are you? Uh, let's see. Oh, it's uh, wrestling. Re- I'm sorry. Ricky Otazu messaged me. I was like, I thought it was going to be like, Katsi is watching. But he's not. This just in from Paul Gaduzzi. Tell Eddie I love his clean-shaven head. You need to rub it for good luck. I wore the BSU Radio T both weekend days, by the way. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Uh, right now, uh, I had it. Uh, yeah, I pretty much had it. The only number I got the 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 zero, not the full baldy. But I like because now it'll grow in. It'll take a couple months to grow in. And Matt Matt Morello bringing up a good memory. <laughs> Wait, what's he brought? Well, I, I can't see. It's the it's the Paulie D show. You love this. I've overbooked my half hour broadcast tonight. Everybody that's ever played hockey ball. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. I, you know, I'm gonna go off. You should write him. Who actually writes, by the way? I, I want to write a letter. To I'm write him a note. Give me my pen and paper, Christina. I need to write. Uh, Mr. Bissonette. This is, I'll give you a very quick background on that, on that story. When Eddie and I, very, very early in our friendship, we were, Eddie still had a Ranger Crisis show and I still had Blue Shirt Banner. We were two, still two separate shows at that point. And we were both kind of like showing up on Paulie's show or in his chat room or he was coming on our shows. We were all like, it was all incestuous. And, I was talking to Eddie on the phone one day, and and he's like, Paulie's show is kind of like, it, it's just an unorganized mess. And I said to Eddie, I said, it's like the plate spinning song should play through his whole show. Yeah. And Eddie got a big laugh out of that. Well, the next time Eddie's doing his show, I call in, and Eddie stops me, and he goes, wait a minute. And he starts playing the, 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 the plate spinning song, right? And then he just goes, all right, go ahead. What were you going to say? And the plate spinning song is, <laughs> and this song will never not make me laugh. And I just lost it. I was crying. I couldn't even speak. Somewhere had, in Eddie's Ranger Crisis archives on Blog Talk Radio, you can hear it. And yeah, he's well, playing he this have, song, and, and I got in. nothing. I couldn't even talk. I was laughing so hard. Because his shows would be chock full. Of, he had like five guests. Puck Life. Remember Puck, Puck Life? Life? He was sponsored he by Puck Life. And in Florida hockey ball, he's talking about, and he had like seven guests, and it was only a half hour show. It was ridiculous. And everybody's on the air at the same time. Everybody's talking at the same time. It was now. Now he puts on a show where he can't see half the 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 people, and he looks. He's drunk, and he's all. uh, I don't know what kind of camera he's using. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh. But anyway, anyway well, God good bless you. Always bless. good to check in with them and get a good laugh. And oh, I got more stuff coming. Everybody's 
Yeah, uh, like I said, we could we could uh, we, we could do three hours. I know you guys uh, are goofing really on them. Talk about how uh, how great how great the Rangers are. And listen, there's there's nothing mm. much more can be said. I mean, right now they are proving everybody wrong. Uh, how have the Owls been doing lately? Have they corrected their ship, righted the ship? Uh, yeah, I think they're they're. What's the wild card looking like? Uh, the Islanders are right now first place for a wild card. Pittsburgh is two points behind them. Uh, a couple of the teams chasing the Islanders have games at hand, though. Pittsburgh and Florida are both chasing the Islanders, but both have two games at hand. Um, Buffalo is probably out of it. Washington, maybe. Well, actually, Buffalo's got a couple of games at hand, too. So I wouldn't count them out just yet. Ottawa, maybe, but they've kind of tailed off after they were playing well. So it looks like the Islanders will make the playoffs. Much wow. chagrin. Oh, Carolina. Well, who would you rather play, Carolina or the Devils? Uh, Offley is saying that. That's his question. In the first round? Carolina. Uh, well, Carolina's lost Svechnikov for the year. Yes. You know, Brady Shea has 15 goals with them. Were we wrong to get rid of Brady Shea? Good for him. No, because they couldn't have, he had a he had a big contract. They had to move on. They got a first round pick for him, which, you know, our first round picks are all money. Yeah. They had huh. to clear out his contract. He was making over five million dollars a year. Six million. I think it was six million. Might have been six. I felt like they overpaid him at the time, but he's been pretty good down there. Good. He's a good player. Right. Uh, Debbie, uh, I don't know. I I feel like the Rangers, they got to make their bones whoever they play. I don't think there's that much a difference. Uh, the Devils would be more aggravating as a fan. Right. And that will just be an, an absolutely anxiety-filled series for them. Right. So like, maybe I bypass I, I, I just – I will just be so full of angst that my stomach will be in knots the entire series. Yeah. Ugh. I agree. I, I And this is the – now, you know, it's funny how a difference a week makes because – wasn't uh, dancing Larry Brooks saying that the best team in the metropolitan area, maybe the Rangers weren't in the top two, that they were the third? I now, asked him last night on Twitter if they were still the third best team in the in the uh, metro area. He didn't answer me. Can you believe that? Uh-huh. He ignored me. How dare he? I think it's a pertinent question, Larry. It's all right. We know he's watching. We love you, Larry. We love you, Larry. Wish you, ma- wish you a million dollars. Wish you a million dollars. Does he do a podcast on that uh, MSG thing? Bleed Blue? The Post does a podcast, but I don't think he's on it most of the time. I, I think he occasionally sits in. I think that's mostly Molly Walker and the other guy at the Post that I can't think of his name. Okay. I can't think of his name. Because there was a, it was there was an episode of that show that I was watching a couple weeks ago, and Larry Brooks was sitting in because Molly couldn't be there. 
Yeah. I, you know, I noticed that a lot of uh, who's the, the who's the uh, lady who does the uh, the TNT board broadcast or the ESPN Plus broadcast? Emily Kaplan. That one. Why do people hate her? I mean, she asks useless, dumb questions, but that's what yeah. every sideline person does. But like people are getting on her outfit and she's wearing well, she dresses like, horribly. And two weeks ago when they played Boston, everybody was everybody went crazy because she was wearing what I called a Starfleet uniform. Because it right. looked exactly like it looked exactly like Captain Picard's uniform. But it was Bruins colors, and they're playing the Bruins. Oh, so we know where are her. So people were, you know, a little upset. Yeah, she bit. looked like Holly Hobby the other night, uh with that uh ruffles and stuff. Hobby. Or something like uh the little house in the prairie. Right. That you could find at Olsen's Mercantile. I mean, I don't know what was going on. I listen, I'm no fashionista, but when, I when, saw a lot of comments. You, when Jen hears you make a little house on the prairie reference, she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna go crazy. I, that's I her, been, that's I her favorite show. I love Little House of the Prairie and I love the Waltons. I like the Waltons better than Little House of the Prairie. Little House of the Prairie gets a little crazy, kind of jumps the shark at one point. But, uh, you know, I like all those old-timey feel-good. Everybody's good. Not the bastards that permeate this world now. But um, just don't call me a fuguzi, all right? Right. Because I'll go, I'll go Brooklyn style on you. What is that? A, a type of pizza? Brooklyn? Uh, that I that? Yeah, I, I don't know, know what, what he's is. talking about. First of all, I don't want to get personal with Paulie. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I could outrun Paulie. And I'm a 58-year-old man with bad knees. You're deceptively fast, though. Uh, my vertical jump. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, who knows what's going on with these. Everybody is getting into these broadcasts as far as they, they attack the announcers. I mean, is any announcer safe in the Ranger fandom? I mean, uh, is anybody we like? Messier, is that it? Uh, well, I mean, there's a couple. Kenny Albert, we like. Kenny Albert, we like, of course, former guest of the show. But um, so that that's about it, Robin. That's all I got. All right, two games against Carolina this week. Florida Saturday afternoon, five o'clock. I'll be there Thursday. You'll be there Thursday. When will you be home? You'll be home for another show next Monday. Yeah, I'll be home before the weekend. All right. Well, enjoy your time in Carolina. Will you be seeing the great Mandar? No, here? Mandar is uh, not going to be there and is facing excommunication from the group because he Ooh, lives so is... close and is not going to be appearing. So, wow, he's facing. He, uh, there could be some repercussions for Mandar for not showing up for this. Wow. Um, yeah, but we don't know. And. Um, you know, I'm going to go to Fairweather uh, Raleigh, and uh, don't worry, I'm ready with these fans. I come prepared like Jim goes to a game. You got your heckle bag ready? Yep. I got the zingers all loaded, the comebacks and everything. Time to go. There's 10 minutes left in the third period. I may have to have that videoed when I say that. <laughs> that would be um, great. And so, uh, yeah, it, take it some video. Fun. Have some fun. There'll be a lot of Ranger fans there. Yeah, I hope you to know. meet up with some of the Ranger fans down there. I know Steve Schaefer was at the last game I was at. 
Joe Happy Garcia. birthday to Steve Schaefer. By yeah, way. Steve Schaefer. Never forget viewing party. Was it the Molly Wee? The first one or second one or somewhere? Oh, the second one was Molly Wee. But the, the first so. one in New York, he did. He um, he donated a Lundquist jersey, didn't he? Yes, and then another one. I think he donated a, uh, a Matt Zuccarello jersey. Yeah, so he's aces in my book. Oh, absolutely, all time great, good dude. Oh, he, that uh, he's he's also the guy who who uh, who hooked hooked us up with the the guy that we bought our Stanley Cup Finals tickets for when we went to Game One in Los Angeles. I I got oh, those. Oh, I didn't know that. Somebody Steve Schaefer connected us with. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. So yeah, happy birthday, was, Steve. I think he's what is he turning 50? Something like that. 50, yes. He's a tall guy, man. He is a very very large and not not fat, just tall. Big. Yes. Yeah. All right. A large human being. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's all Cue I music. got, really. Uh, uh you know. Uh, no, I'm I'm out. I got that's all I got to say. I can't say no more. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Make sure you subscribe to the show on YouTube or Twitch or Twitter or all of them. Facebook, check us out. Don't forget to uh, sign up to be a Patreon donor, www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground. See, we, we should put these all on banners up here you know, so that so that you and I are like, yeah, well, like yes. this, you know. We're enclosed by ads. Right. Eddie, always a pleasure. We'll see you guys next Monday night. Let's go, Rangers. Have a good trip to Carolina, my friend. Yeah, thank you so much. And it was a great thank you for all coming out tonight, man. And sharing in the joy of Rangers hockey this week. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll see you guys next Monday night. Take care. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.